Hello and welcome back to Podcast Interference. We've we've been off a little while due to due to various things. Uh, Jack is currently in America. Uh, he's actually watched a football game. He watched a college game. Uh, I think last last weekend. So he's uh, loving life over there. So in his stead, I have the delightful Rohan. How are you doing this week, Rohan? Yeah, very well, thank you, mate. Good, good. Uh, so you are subbing in for Jack. So we're going to keep to the usual format. Uh, but yep. we'll obviously have your delightful insights this time instead of our, our friend from Middlesbrough. Absolutely. Um, so, <laughs> so let's let's dive in first of all with with our top ten, uh, and it's been it's, it's an interesting top ten uh, this week. Uh, we do have a few QBs in there. I think you probably only expect one of them. Uh, it's been very wide receiver heavy as well. In fact, it's quite a nice little spread across the board of, of wide receivers, running backs, and uh, running quarterbacks. Backs as well, yeah. yeah. So I guess to dive in and kick us all off, CD Lamb with uh, with a whopping forty two points there. So he had a, a single rushing attempt for twelve yards, twelve catches on fourteen targets, one hundred and fifty eight yards, and two touchdowns. So a good day at the office for Lamb. Absolutely, yeah, incredible performance, and it's. <laughs> It's one that I think has been coming, um, mm-hmm. in all honesty, because I think you know he's clearly the wide receiver one for the Cowboys, and you know some week I mean, I've got him in two of my uh, two of my leagues this year, and some weeks have been fairly disappointing, but then when he, he comes out with a performance like that, that's why a lot of people drafted him. I, I drafted him fairly high, that's why a lot of people, others I'm sure, have also drafted him quite high this year. But yeah, when you see 158 yards. Two touchdowns, twelve receptions. It's uh, yeah, it's a fantastic performance, and equally, you know, wouldn't have been able to do it without a, a good quarterback in uh, that Prescott. Yeah, it is a great performance. I mean, to say that he's only achieved over twenty points once uh, yeah. this season so far, um, to, to then come out with 42. 42 exactly is according to our league scoring at least uh, is is pretty damn good. Um, so that by week, obviously, he's only projected good. sixteen. Yes, yeah, it's. Blew, blew it uh, yeah. out of the out of the door there. So great stuff from CD Lamb. Uh, next up, we've got another wide receiver, someone who probably a couple of years ago would have been a reg- regular feature in these top tens. Not so much these days, but here he makes it again. Is DeAndre Hopkins uh, with thirty-seven point eight points there, which is you know absolutely impressive. Uh, he has no rushing attempts from him, but just the four receptions on six targets, but he really made the most of them with 128 yards and three touchdowns. So uh, 75% of his catches were touchdowns. Yeah, when you look at four receptions, 128 yards. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, a stat you don't see too often. And I think to, to say it's Will Levis's first game as well, uh, with Tannehill out, you know, it, it was clearly uh, Levis's top target um, I'm just trying to think I did watch the game but I'm just trying to think how many um, did he have four touchdowns in total Levis? yeah four I touchdowns think it was. for Levis yeah yeah, and uh, 75% of them to, to Hopkins but yeah he's a name that I think over the last few years has just kind of faded away a little bit there's been other names come on the scene and he's, he's just kind of dropped a lot but uh, to have him back in the top 10 and in second position as well is uh, is nice to see. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I imagine a lot of people might have given up on him at this point. His, his game before this was a, a mere three pointer. Um, yeah. The game before that was pretty good with twenty three, but then you know his highest score before that was a thirteen point five with a couple of scores below ten uh, weeks two and three. So to come out with thirty seven point eight points and that is on such a small uh, number of receptions. 
Um, yeah. it is is incredible. But he's not had all that many receptions all season. Uh, four is kind of his average. He's had one game with eight and another game with seven. But yeah, four or less for the other games. I mean, if you can keep conversing yeah. them like that, he's he's going to be a, a great player. But someone with an exceptionally high ceiling, but, but a very low floor. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just looking at this here as well, it looks as though the last couple of years in Arizona, I know there's obviously been injury and there's been suspensions you know, impacting this, but he's been uh, 45th and 47th overall in the mm-hmm. wide receiver category. Um, he's 29th so far this year. I think this game has just had us massively bumped that up to 29th. Um, so if he can keep going like this, and after the way Will Levis played as well, you know, I'd be surprised if he you know, wasn't given more opportunity and we might see Levis and Hopkins linking up a heck of a lot more towards the end of the season. Absolutely. Okie dokie, then moving on, we've got another wide receiver in AJ Brown, who's uh, who's becoming a regular feature of this uh, top 10 uh, column. Uh, he, he comes in with 34 points this time, so eight catches on eight targets, so he caught everything that came his way. 130 yards and uh, two touchdowns there. So the only reason he missed out on uh, Hopkins' score really is the, uh, is the extra touchdown. Very similar stat lines otherwise, aside from the you know, twice as many catches, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's efficiency at its finest, isn't it? <laughs> eight targets, eight receptions, uh, 130 yards. It's, yeah, it's what you expect from the wide receiver one in your team. Well, I suppose any team would want that. Uh, but having AJ Brown is just a massive bonus for the uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I know um, Devontae Smith also got a touchdown in the game as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so the wide receivers overall were just performing extremely well on uh, on Sunday but uh, yeah it's, it's I think going to become more commonplace moving forward seeing AJ Brown in the, the top 10 because you know when, when he and Hertz you know link up they they link up well Absolutely. <laughs> um, I know he's had some games towards the start of the season that weren't quite as good unfortunately but um, yeah I think they're they're finding that rhythm now and yeah I expect to see him in the top 10 a lot more moving forwards yeah absolutely um i mean they yeah he's had a 30 point 30 odd point game this week 30 odd point game the week before over 20 just missed out on 20 40 yeah he's uh wide receiver two on the year so um definitely yeah. a guy that you want to have on your team um absolutely. next up uh jameer gibbs who was who had a very busy day he seems to have almost become the lions offense recently so uh 152 rushing yards uh, on 26 <laughs> attempts which is mad in and of itself uh, and that's that's just just the one touchdown for him uh, and then he was pretty busy in the passing game as well so five five catches on five targets for 37 yards as well so all in all he just missed out on uh, just just shy of 200 all purpose yards there from uh, Gibbs yeah absolutely and he's just looking at this he looks to be wider uh, sorry running back uh, one for this week at least. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. his best game um, so far for the, the Lions. Um, yeah, just looking at those stats, I think his previous best game was 80 rushing yards and he got 152 in this one. Um, you know, so it's it's certainly showing that he's, he's trending in the right direction. Um, I did notice he seemed to have a bit of a quiet start or quieter start to the season than I was initially expecting considering he was drafted 12th overall. Um, I think part of that was Montgomery and how mm-hmm. explosive he was at the very start of the season. I think he got three touchdowns in one game, if I remember rightly, mm-hmm. um, which I think just kind of pushed Gibbs back a little bit. Um, but then, yeah, he just seems to have 
come onto the scene after a couple of games out week five and six and yeah 27.6 points last week and 30.9 this week uh, going into the bye week and then he's got uh, a good couple of games after that against the Chargers Chicago and Green Bay which I think he could easily put up some solid numbers yet again absolutely I think as long as Montgomery stays out of it I mean Montgomery's probably going to come back and maybe steal a few goal line carries potentially which might might yeah. hinder him but even with that there's just the one touchdown for him there he he is being utilised everywhere else really yeah. Um, so yeah it's scary scary player to, to be up against very exciting um, to see how he develops so moving no, forward, abs- considering this is his rookie year <laughs> absolutely yeah definitely um, our first quarterback then is not a name that I would expect to be reading out in Sam Howell <laughs> uh, who's who's actually the number 8th quarterback on the year so far he's having a great year for himself aside from all of the sacks of course um, so he's got 3 rushing attempts for 11 yards uh, and he had a whopping 52 pass attempts 39 of which were completed, 397 passing yards and four touchdowns there uh, in the loss against Philadelphia. So, yeah, in spite of the loss, a a very, very good performance from Howell nonetheless. Yeah, absolutely. They're they're kind of Patrick Mahomes sort of stats. When you look at the numbers, you wouldn't have necessarily put those numbers with with Sam Howell, to be perfectly honest. Um, And, yeah, again, it's not a name I expected to see in the top ten at all if I'm going to be perfectly honest this mm-hmm. year um, you know after the way things ended up in Washington at the end of last season um, I got the impression as though Howell was just kind of filling in until they could either trade for or potentially draft in next year's draft a, a top quarterback but yeah he seems to be certainly you know taking the opportunity with both hands and uh, doing the best he can with it and yeah when you look at stat, stat lines like that you know it gives you confidence that he can do that you know, for weeks to come. Just looking back here, I mean, he's had a, an 18-point, 19-point week, 25-point week, and then this is his best so far. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly interesting to see how he develops as the season goes on. Absolutely. Um, next up, then, we've got Christian McCaffrey, uh, someone who we'd expect to see here. <laughs> uh, 30-point game for him. Uh, that's 12, just just 12 rushing attempts for him, 54 yards and a touchdown. And then, of course, active in the passing game as well with uh, six catches on seven targets, 64 yards and another touchdown there. Yeah, it's uh, no surprise to see him in the, uh, in the top 10 again. I mean, he's already hit the 200 fantasy points mark already, and we're only... In week eight, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, nine touchdowns on the year overall. Yeah, it's, it just kind of goes without saying. With McCaffrey, he's just so reliable when he's not injured. Obviously, <laughs> so reliable, and you know, I think the Forty ers have yeah got an absolute steal in the trade for him last year, and he's just proved to be you know an absolute asset for them this season. Absolutely. I mean, he was their offense really last week. Yeah. Um, you know, accounting for the ma- the majority of those seventeen points. Um, and yeah, he's he's just as you say, he's he's so reliable. Uh, you yeah. can't you can't really go wrong with him. Uh, number one RB on the year, of course, and the number two overall player on the year. So if you were picking him first or second, uh, you'd definitely been rewarded for that choice. Yeah. Um, Next up then, another guy we expect to see here regularly in Josh Allen, uh, 29 points. He had seven rushing attempts for 41 yards and a touchdown. And then he was busy passing as well with 40 attempts, 31 completions, 324 yards and two further touchdowns in the air. 
Yes, unfortunately, against the Buccaneers, which was uh, <laughs> rather frustrating <laughs> and uh, led for another loss for them. But uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it's another another strong performance. Um, in fact, I think it's yeah, I think he's only had two performances this year where he didn't hit the twenty points mark. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's nearly hitting thirty on this week. Um, yeah, again, it's it's he's definitely in that bracket with Mahomes and Hurts and. Um, Lamar Jackson, you know, in terms of the you know top five quarterback conversation, um, you know, with performances like that, it's just cementing that position <laughs> week on week. Um, you know, I think it'll be a an interesting game um, between the Bills and the Bengals um, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Joe Burrow hasn't been exactly performing as everybody expected him to from the very start of the season but I think it'll be an interesting quarterback battle between the two of them this week so it'll be interesting to see if he can hit similar sort of uh, fantasy points in that game as well yeah definitely one to watch um, potentially a shootout that game um, I guess next up then we've got uh, another guy who who we wouldn't expect to see necessarily his first his first game in charge his first NFL snap even I think played this week in, in yeah. Will Levis there so we've got a lovely uh well, 29-point game, just shy. Uh, so seven, seven rushing attempts for 11 yards, but really it was his, his passing. And as we know, three of his four touchdowns to uh, D-Hop. Uh, so 29 attempts, 19 completions, 238 yards, but the, the crucial and all-important four touchdowns there for, for Levis. Uh, absolutely, and, and no interceptions as well, just mm-hmm. to mention. Um, you know, I know a lot of rookie quarterbacks, um, You know, especially when they are coming in mid-season, filling in for... Um, you know, the first choice quarterback who inevitably has probably got injured, which is why they're playing. You know, I know sometimes the nerves can set in, and you know there can be often <laughs> more interceptions than there can touchdowns. Um, but you know, he, he kind of stepped up to the plate and you know did so in fantastic form. Um, yeah, four touchdowns, three of which to to D Hop. Um, you know what an entrance <laughs> into mm-hmm. the league. Um, you know, I know he was drafted probably lower. Um, further down than a lot of people initially expected he would be, um, you know, and, and maybe, maybe it's you know just took that injury to Tannehill to, to give the um, to give Vrabel the, the the nudge he needed to to get him started, and you know if he's going to be performing like that week on week, then maybe Tannehill's job isn't as safe as he thought it might be. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I think it is one of those things as well with with players that are kind of. You know, they're, they're there on draft day, they're expecting the name to be called. It must be such a crushing yeah. feeling for them to sit in that green room waiting for a name that's never called. So he's going to have a chip Definitely. on his shoulder. He's going he's, he's gonna to want to prove himself. And this this is the kind of game that, that, you know, if you're placed in that position, you want to have a game like this just to prove uh, prove yourself. And that stat line's a great stat line. Um, you know, it's, it is. it's, it's, it's yeah. good. You're hitting sort of 60... 66% completion right there which is which is great um, obviously the four touchdowns are fantastic as well it helps that he's playing to a veteran like Hopkins but you know he is an older guy who's not been as active in the league as, as he used to be so yeah. um, you know it's, it's kind of like Thielen I guess as well Thielen's got another rookie QB who's throwing to him a hell of a lot at the minute as well and I think it's it's good to see those, those veteran receivers taking these QBs under the wing in that sense and being a reliable uh, outlet for them because I think it definitely just boosts boosts their their confidence I imagine having having someone like that with that experience to play to yeah definitely and I think like the, the you know point was proven really with um, Levis because you know some of those touchdowns to to Hopkins were 
you know, it wasn't just a short throw and Hopkins no, no, the rest. Exactly, it was, yes. you know, a deep throw, trusting in his receiver, and he, you know, Hopkins didn't let him down. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so there's some some quality, you know, long range throws um, by by Levis because I think, um, oh, the, the other quarterback, what's his name for the Titans? completely out of mind. Malik Willis. Malik Willis, yeah, because I think he had a couple of snaps as well. Um, but I think, just looking at I thought it was more than 3% according to <laughs> according to this. But um, yeah, I know Levis obviously very much impressed with uh, the, the time he had on the field. And yeah, I think moving forward, it would be great to see more of him, even when Tannehill does come back. You know, it'd be great to see see Levis more, and I think that'd be what the the Titans fans would want as well. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Um, so yeah, guys, keep an eye on, and definitely yeah. if he's on your waivers, try and grab him. Um, next up, then we've got Gus Edwards, uh, who's who's another surprising name, but uh, you know, a good day at the office for Gus. Nineteen rushing attempts for eighty yards and and a whopping three touchdowns on the ground, and then he caught a couple of passes for fourteen yards as well. Yeah, again, not a name we often see in the top 10. Um, but uh, I know obviously with uh, injuries and so on, it's uh, given him more of an opportunity. The last two weeks have been fantastic for him, really. 21 points last week, 28 this week. Um, you know, I think as long as he's putting in performances like that, he'll be the, you know, the RB1, you know, until um, Dobbins is, is healthy again. Um, and uh, yeah, the, I think we can expect similar fantasy performances moving forwards from him to be honest yeah absolutely I mean last week he got 21 points as well so he's, he's kind of back to back 20 plus point performances yeah. for him N- number 19 RB on the year so yeah a guy who's kind of you know quietly quietly good before that though he's he's not really done too much um, the majority of his games from, from week 1 to 6 he only achieved more than 10 points once so another yeah. another guy who is uh, very much a uh, you know, boom or bust option there. But if you if you're looking for a streamer, if you're looking for a guy who's to fill in one of your RB potentially your RB two spot, then then Edwards is definitely a guy you can trust to potentially have a good game. Um, yeah, because I think he's been splitting some carries with uh, Justice Hill, mm-hmm. um, but he seems to have done more with his opportunity than Hill has. I mean, looking here, I mean, snap percentage wise, he's only had fifty percent last week, fifty two this week just gone um, you know so it's, it's not like he's on the field for every every snap and he's doing a lot with the chances he gets and mm-hmm. yeah long may it continue for <laughs> for the Ravens absolutely uh, yeah I guess just, Justice Hill by comparison he's still got you know 9.5 points but yeah he's, yeah. Defi- he's definitely the uh, the secondary back uh, yeah. to Edwards now at least for the time being um, cool so to round out our top 10 then we have Dak Prescott who's uh Who's coming in here? I think this might be his, yes, it might be his first time in the top ten this season. Uh, so he's got twenty-eight points there. He had four rushing attempts and nineteen yards. Uh, but obviously, it's he's as he gets older, it's more and more in the passing game for for Dak. Uh, so that's thirty-one attempts and twenty-five completions. So very efficient with his passing there. Just just the six uh, catches not made. 304 yards passing and, and four touchdowns so yeah great great win there against the Rams yeah absolutely and and obviously seeing CD Lamb in at number one um, you know it's no surprise to see <laughs> Dak in here somewhere um, but yeah it's, it's a, a fantastic performance um, four touchdowns one interception you know it doesn't tarnish <clears throat> the, the stats too much <laughs> when you consider the four touchdowns and 304 passing yards um, it's his best passing game 
so far this season, uh, best points fantasy wise this season. Um, so and he didn't even play all, all the snaps by the looks of it either. No, so, no. You know, it was um, yeah, fantastic performance by Dak this week. There we go. So that rounds out our top ten. So I guess um, I guess just reflecting on on uh, week eight, there's there's a few things to comment on. I guess one of the big big things on my mind as a, as a Vikings fan is although we beat our, our nemesis in Green Bay we do look to have lost Cousins for the rest of the season so not not the uh, full victory we would have hoped for and we now have Josh Dobbs by the looks of things so quite a, yeah. quite a strange development over in Minnesota for the moment yeah, I was not expecting that trade <laughs> to be uh, to be perfectly honest. That came as a big surprise. Obviously, disappointing to see Cousins go down with an injury, especially one that's going to keep him sidelined, as you say, for the rest of the season. Um, you know, I do like Cousins, um, and yeah, it'd be a shame to see him. You know, well, hopefully, we'll see him back stronger than ever next year. But it'll be uh, certainly interesting to see Dobbs quarterback in the Vikings for the rest of the season. Um, I'm not sure what the Vi- the Cardinals are doing yet. Um, I can't remember if there's been any quarterback trades for them to replace Dobbs. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not too sure whether there has. Um, the, it's been interesting to see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, if if we're being honest, I think they're tanking. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably just the the way forward. No, I mean, to, I think the trade for Dobbs as well was Dobbs in a in a conditional seventh for a sixth round pick. So we are talking uh, not a significant trade there, but yeah, Dobbs has shown some some spirit. He's shown some some perseverance. Uh, I think this year, so um, I would definitely. Definitely take him over any of the backups that we've got at the minute, that's for sure. So we'll see how yeah. things go. But yeah, I mean, bad bad start to the season for the Vikings. Absolutely picked it up uh, sort of during this mid-section of the season. We've been playing exceptionally well. Obviously, that win against San Francisco was quite galvanizing. But but now to lose Cousins, JJ's still on IR. It's, it's, uh, it's looking yeah. bleak. It's looking yeah. bleak. <laughs> um, yeah, are there any kind of, any kind of notable... Um, well, actually, I was going to ask you, and I'm going to be rude, and I'm going to interject, and I'm just going to say, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Oof. Yes, I was going to mention that. Yeah, what a shocking game that was this week. Um, I know going into the game, I think, I don't know if it was the full week, or at least part of the week before he'd been ill with the flu. Um, so whether that was playing a bigger part than people thought it might, I don't know. But yeah, against the Broncos as well, which, if I remember rightly, he's never actually lost to the Broncos. Um, I think, I think yeah, I think first, it's been twelve games loss. or something uh, unbeaten against the Broncos. Yeah. I think I was reading the stat around. Yeah, um, so I'm sure he's absolutely gutted that that streak's ended. Um, but I'll, I'll put it down to ill health <laughs> for the most part, and I would hope that next week he'll he'll pick up because I mean I do have him in a couple of leagues this year, um, so it's quite in one league I'm, I lost by ten points, which if he'd have got his projected, I'd have won by 10 points so um, yeah it's a frustrating week for Mahomes this week but hopefully it's just a, a slight blip and he'll be back to full health next week yeah I, I very very much hope that that is the case I suppose another another massive disappointment is Cooper Cup who uh, who comes yes. in and you know two back-to-back weeks with uh, with a good number of targets seven targets last week ten targets this week he's caught less than half in both cases for, for a very modest yardage gain you know, as somebody who kind of 
ruled the roost you know a couple of years ago he was the fantasy asset to have yeah uh, it's just not looking great for for the rams and it's not even like it's looking great for for puka nakua either really he's doing a good job but but last week yeah. was just terrible for them across the board yeah the the cowboys just absolutely well they were initially in the start and absolutely annihilating them um i know they brought it back a bit towards the end of the game um and the scoreline although it wasn't flattering for the the rams um you know certainly wasn't <laughs> one they would have wanted um but yeah to see cup with well i think anything less than 10 points for him is a disappointment um if if not more um you know because uh, as you say since that well, I suppose before that Super Bowl winning season, you know, the last two or three years, for example, he's just been one of the top wide receivers in the game. Um, I know he had the first few weeks out on IR this year as well. Um, and then obviously disappointing performance this last week. So, yeah, it's not been the uh, the season so far for him that a lot of us have come to expect. So hopefully he can pick that up and turn it around and hopefully... Pukunakua can, uh, you know, do the same as well because I know he's had a very strong start to the season as a rookie, um, mm-hmm. and hopefully, hopefully that will continue because uh, I think he's surprised everybody. To be perfectly honest, with how he's he's come onto the scene, um, but uh, yeah, I think for both of them, they could uh, certainly improvements to be made <laughs> after this last week. Absolutely, um, very good. I, I suppose... think Miles Sanders as well, just while I remember, oh, um, yeah. with absolutely zero points. Yeah, just a, a flat line <laughs> this week. Man. Yeah, unfortunately, well, unfortunately for the Panthers. Yeah, that was that was an annoying one because uh, I've got him in another league, and I was just kind of watching. He did he did do stuff. I think he got a fumble and, and lost a fumble, and that's kind of <laughs> brought his points right back down. So that was that was disappointing. But yeah, yeah, it looks like uh, Chuba Hubbard is is going to be taking over as the lead back. Uh, over in Carolina now, um, yeah. and that's that's definitely the way it was played last week. It's potentially going to continue that way. I feel sorry for Sanders. I feel like he's a talented guy, but he's just it it just never seems to come to anything for him. He kind of you go into every season thinking he's going to be going to be great, and uh, he just never quite reaches the potential that I think we hope he has. Yeah, absolutely. I'm mean, just looking at this here. I think the uh, what was it? Um, yeah, like the, since he joined the league, he's been 14th overall, 24th, 44th, 15th, 48th. You know, so his highest finish is 14th overall within the running within running backs. Um, you know, which I know coming in when he was first drafted, and you know all the hype that he got in Philadelphia. You know, they're expecting a bit more from him than that. So, yeah, it's disappointing to see him struggling again in Carolina. But I suppose on the flip side, you know, hopefully Chuba Hubbard can be. Uh, could be their guy and you know start posting some decent performances and potentially be in the top 10 you know before the end of the season as well yeah absolutely i guess then just to round us off before we look to to next week um interesting player someone who i probably wouldn't have necessarily stuck in my lineup but did did pretty well this week last week and all right the week before Taysom hill uh, who's, yes. who's kind of come in? Obviously, he he is that Swiss Army knife. He, he adopts many different positions, but a whopping twenty-two points from him this week, and that's just on forty-four percent of snaps as well, which yeah. uh, which in and of itself is kind of kind of crazy. So, yeah, good good week for for Taysom Hill. Yeah, very efficient. Yet again, um, it's a bit annoying really because I've got him in a couple of leagues and I didn't play him this week. So I thought, <laughs> oh, last week sixteen points, it's a one-off, um, and then he went and improved on that this week. So I'm tempted to put him in my lineup this week, but it'd be just my luck he gets three or four points. So I'm <laughs> still to, still yeah. thinking about that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was well. He's 
technically listed as a tight end, isn't he? So it's tight end three um, this week, just gone. But um, yeah, I mean, he got the same amount of touchdowns as Alvin Kamara on far less um, rushing yards. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he had a fantastic performance and he had a quiet start to the season. So hopefully, you know, now things are picking up a bit. It will remain the way it has been for the last two or three weeks um, and I'll certainly start putting him in my lineup more <laughs> when when that starts to happen um, but yeah great performance with uh, over 22 points definitely excellent well thank you for, for your insights and for joining joining me for the top 10 I guess we'll look forward no to uh, to week number 9 uh, and the first game is, is as we record this is starting tonight for us um, so it's going to be the Titans and the Steelers. So how do you feel that game's going to pan out? Um, I think it'll be an interesting one. I think if Levis is... Is Tannehill still... Tannehill's still out, isn't he? So it will I be think it's Levis, Levis again, starting. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be very exciting to see how he does. Um, I haven't seen a huge amount of the Steelers, I feel, this season. Um, I've not seen as much of Red Zone and, and individual games as I would have liked so far. Um, so I know they've got a four and three record so far, but I think it'll be certainly interesting to see how, how Levis gets on, um, you know, and hopefully he can put up similar numbers. Although he's, you know, going to be playing against TJ Watt and a few other, I mean, Fitzpatrick, you know, a few other decent defensive players um, you know it'd be interesting to see if he can put up similar sort of numbers to uh, what he did against the Falcons last week yeah definitely I think on the Steelers side obviously Deontay Johnson's back which has been a massive boost uh, for the Steelers offence um, I'm hoping to see a good good performance from him especially against uh, the Titans but yeah I think it, it could go either way this game I think both teams have been somewhat middling <laughs> to, to, yeah. to, be, to be fair to them Um but who knows with with Levis potentially helming it and and his his performance last time, that could be a huge boost for the Titans and we could see see some good good gameplay. I know that it was there was a bit of a worry. Henry was um, not looking great on Tuesday. I think he was limited at practice, but I think he's full, he was full participant today, so he's fully good to go. Um, yeah. So that'll be uh, that'll be a good one for the Titans as well. Although he's been quiet this year, to be fair. Um, I was going to say yeah, he's, he's not had the start to the year. I was expecting him to. Um, you know, so if we can see Derek Henry in full Derek Henry force, then <laughs> it'll be uh, it'll be good, and I'm sure they'll need him against the Steelers' defense. Absolutely. Uh, okay, next up, then I think he's probably the game of the week insofar as as the big the big dogs are concerned. It's it's the the game in Germany. Uh, it's the Dolphins and ah, the Chiefs. Yes. So both are six and two on the season. Um, yeah, I, I mean with the way that things were going down in Kansas City last time I think my money's on the Dolphins this week yeah I'd be uh, tempted to agree with you there to be honest um, Tyreek Hill as well I think he's the top overall player on the season so far um, all in all and you know playing against the Chiefs um, as well <laughs> you know I'm sure he's got it's a, uh, match, isn't it? a yeah. point to prove yeah absolutely um, and, and Tua has been fantastic so far this season um, certainly stepped it up from, from the last couple of years um, so yeah I, I, I'd uh, attempt to agree with you there I think the Dolphins might have the edge I think either way it's certainly going to be a you know a fantastic game um, and you know second game in overall in, in Germany as well so I'm sure the atmosphere and the fans are going to be out in full force um, so yeah I think it'll be interesting to see how, how that one pans out um, and obviously with the Chiefs as well, with obviously Travis Kelsey and uh, well, it'd be interesting to see how much hype 
Taylor Swift is getting <laughs> as well. She seems to have been mentioned on every uh, every week so far. So uh, see if she makes a trip over to Germany with the team. I was going to say we're not we're not allowed to say that name on this podcast, Rohan. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's see what happens there. Um, I've just realised as well, it's Sunday the 5th of November, it's my birthday, so a full day of football for me, how exciting. Um, birthday present, nice. <laughs> no, it's amazing. Um, next up then, we've got, we've got my guys, we've got the Vikings, and they're playing the Falcons, both teams 4-4, four and four. neither team, well, I suppose the Vikings have been on a bit of a resurgence, but we've lost Cousins, so... I'd, I'd I'd love to see us win. I'd love to see Dobbs kind of step into Cousin's shoes and do a great job. But Eve, an unbiased opinion from me, I think the Falcons probably are going to take us down. Yeah, I think... Well, it's been a bit up and down with the Falcons as well this last week because I know they're benching Desmond Ridder for Taylor Heineke, um, at least for this coming week. Whether that's for the rest of the season or not is yet to be seen. Um so, you know, Taylor, Heine- Taylor Heineke, quarterback in one team, Josh Dobbs, quarterback in the other. Mm, true, I think, true. I think the, yeah, I think the Falcons have probably just still got the edge. I know Heineke's not the best quarterback, but he's, he's certainly not a bad backup. Um, and I know, obviously, Desmond Ridder's had a lot of issues with fumbles and that side of things and turning the ball over. So I think that's the reason why uh, Heineke's coming in. But I think it will be, yeah, an interesting game. I'm not sure which way it's going to go, to be perfectly honest, but if I had to pick, I'd just edge it on the, the Falcons. Yeah, I think it, it all depends on Dobbs, really, and, and how he steps up. Because yeah. I guess if you look at the, the positions, you've got kind of Drake London versus Jordan Addison at the minute. Addison's been great. Yeah. Um, yeah you kind of other skill positions. I suppose you've got tight end-wise, Kyle Pitts against Hawkinson. Again, yeah. both yeah. Hawkinson and Pitts are fantastic. You go to the running backs, you're kind of looking at Madison or Akers against Bijan Robinson, and if Bijan Robinson is at his best, there is no competition. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I suppose that's that's the one the one area of the of the game. I suppose uh, from a from an offensive fantasy standpoint that that I would be looking to get some points is is Robinson. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how things go. Uh, next up, then we've got uh, another another fairly high profile game, really, in in that both teams have only lost twice this season. We've got the Seahawks, who are five and two, at the Ravens, who are six and two, and obviously the Ravens are on a very nice bit of uh, form at the minute. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I always love watching the Seahawks. Um, you know, I think Lockett and Metcalf are, are fantastic, and you know, with them. Um, Walker and Charbonnet, I suppose, as well. You know, starting to to get more opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they're just an exciting team to watch. Um, and even some of the, you know, other names um, like Bobo and uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, you know, there's some other names in there that aren't, I suppose, household names just yet, but could potentially be. You know, in the coming years, you know, there's just been some fantastic play from from the Seahawks. Um, and equally, as you say, you know, the the Ravens are on a fantastic run of form. Um, Lamar Jackson's been playing brilliantly. Um, you know, with uh, passing and rushing <laughs> touchdowns. Um, you know, so I think it's it's definitely going to be a an interesting one. I think if if I had to call it, I I think the Ravens might just edge it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially considering they're playing at home as well, um, so it'll be interesting to see how it does pan out. And I suppose of the two quarterbacks, you know, as 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 good as um, Geno Smith was last year, and uh, I know he's not been awful this year. He's also not been amazing. I think you know, just with the quarterback situation as it is, I'd, I'd give it to the the uh, the Ravens as well. 
yeah, yeah, I think I'm, I'm also back in the Ravens, I think. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it went the other way. Uh, I think I think it's well within the realms of possibility, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, next up, then, is, is a game that I think has got to go to the Browns. It's the Cardinals against the Browns. <laughs> Obviously, the Cardinals, 1-7 on the year. Um, not, not a great look for them. Uh, worse than the Panthers technically is the Panthers have only lost six times um, so so yeah and they've just traded away their, their QB1 so yeah yeah I was going to say one and seven and no idea what's happening at the quarterback position um, against uh, yeah Cleveland who are yeah four and three uh, not an amazing record but certainly not the worst in the league anymore <laughs> um, so yeah was Watson I'm just trying to think will Watson be Quarterback in. Or I, think, it's I, been... think, I think he is due to play. Um, yeah, he is still a limited practice participant, but he's had a few weeks uh, rest, so I'm imagining that he probably will be playing this week. Um, I certainly yeah. hope he will be because uh, I could do with him too in at least one league of mine. Um, <laughs> but yes, and, and obviously then you've uh, if he's playing and you've got a Mario Cooper playing, you've got a nice little yeah. duo there to help you along. Um, and then obviously Ford as well has been doing a fairly good job. In the running yeah. back position, uh, after obviously the horrendous injury to Nick Chubb. Yes, yeah, he's um, he stepped up to the plate and uh, he's been doing a great job so far, and uh, I'm sure that will continue barring any any unforeseen injuries. Um, but yeah, I think this one's you know pretty uh, pretty dead cert to be the Browns getting the win on on this occasion. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, next up then we've got the Rams and the Packers uh, and I think we're all hoping that this is going to be a nice bounce back game for the Rams and so that we can get some nice pointage for for Cup and for Nakua but obviously Stafford himself is is injured and might have to miss some time which would potentially put that in jeopardy yeah absolutely uh, I mean the two two teams with a losing record which we're not used to hearing <laughs> um, yeah I, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens hopefully as you say, um, Pukunakua and, uh, and well, the rest of the team can just pick it up uh, from from last week. Um, obviously, on Green Bay's side, Love has been all right. Mm-hmm. I would say to start the season, he's not been amazing. He's not been dreadful. Um, there's certainly room for improvement there. So, yeah, I think with um, with the injury to Stafford and and that, you know, I think it'll be a, an interesting game. Um, certainly not game of the week but uh, I think it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with that one Absolutely, next up then we've got your guys we've got the Buccaneers and they're yes. playing the Texans Yeah, I'm uh, quite the confident, I know uh, Stroud has got off to an absolutely fantastic start with the Texans um, and so have some of the other Texans like Tank Dell uh, for example and uh, and Collins just to name a couple um, you know they've, they've got off to a much better start than I expected they would um, you know, considering the position they were in last year. Um, equally, we did get off to a decent start. Again, a big surprise with Baker Mayfield. Um, and then it seems to have slipped a bit over the last few weeks, frustratingly. So I'm hopeful we can turn it around um, and uh, get a 4-4 four and four record. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you know if Mayfield can be looking at Mike Evans and, and Godwin again, um, like he did last week, um, and the defence just... Does whatever he can to stop Stroud. Um, you know, I think we'll be in a, a decent position. Uh, I know Evans has been one of Mayfield's top targets, which coming into the season I was hoping would be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just looking for that to to continue, and, and I suppose the turnovers to stop as well. 
because uh, I know Mayfield had a decent first couple of weeks with I don't think many or any interceptions and then yeah over the last couple of weeks it just tend it's just seemed to go a bit downhill um, especially because we can't really rely a huge amount at the moment on the, the running game frustratingly because mm-hmm. it's just so bad um, yeah hopefully Mayfield can get back on track and uh, get us another win against the Texans yeah that would be that would be grand <laughs> um, <laughs> next up then another another couple of teams losing records we've got the Commanders uh, playing the Patriots yeah um, we're not used well I suppose we have been over the last couple of seasons but uh, traditionally not used to seeing the uh, the Patriots with a, a losing record um, I think based on Sam Howell and the way he's been playing the last few weeks um, I would be tempted to give this to the uh, to Washington um, I, I think the era in New England obviously since Tom Brady's left has just has gone downhill quite quickly um, I know a lot of people judge Belichick to be one of the best coaches there ever has been um, I think a lot of that success has come from Tom Brady and I think over the last couple of years we've, we've seen that to be it's kind of proved the case um, you know so I don't really see a huge amount of upside for the Patriots at all moving forwards um, I know they've got some some good players like Stevenson which hopefully he can continue to to be putting up decent numbers I know he's had a bit of a quieter start to the season than I would have liked having him in a couple of leagues this year um, but in all honesty I think um, the commanders will, will have the edge um, and I would expect them to to get the win this week very good um, next up then we've got the uh, the Bears against the Saints yeah um, I mean Taysom Hill has another week like he did last week and so does Kamara I think it's uh, it's one for the, the Saints but then again you know the uh, the Bears got the win against the Raiders with a backup quarterback and um, you know they've I think they lost did they lose last week I think they lost last week didn't they uh, the Bears the Bears yeah yeah I believe so I can't remember who they played uh, last week. I'm just going to quickly check. Um, but, that's, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's not as easy as I thought it was. I'd be able to see <laughs> it immediately, but no. Um, um, but yeah, I think, because I don't think Fields is back yet, is he? I think he's still he's still off. Um, mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with the way the Saints have been playing, um, you know, if they can utilise Kamara, Taysom Hill, you know, Chris Olave and even um, Shahid as well. You know, he had a fantastic game um, last week. I think he just missed out on the top 10 as well. Um, Rashid Shahid, oh, 16th, a bit lower down than I thought. Um, you know, but they've certainly got the weapons to, to get the victory. And I think if they can play again at home, like they've done, you know, earlier this season, then I think, I think it'll be almost guaranteed for the Saints, to be honest. Yeah, definitely. Um, next up, then we've got the Colts and the Panthers. Yeah, um, I think the Colts will get the win. <laughs> just to put it out there straight away, um, I know obviously it's disappointing or was disappointing a few weeks ago to see Richardson get injured and out for the rest of the season so early on. Um, but I think um, um, what's his name? I've forgotten his name again. Who's <laughs> um, caught back in the Colts now? Uh, it's Minshew. Minshew, that's yeah. it. Um, yeah, Minshew's had a you know a good a good run. Um, I know they've got a losing record three and five, but he's still been you know getting the ball to the likes of um, 
Josh Downs and uh, Michael Pittman. You know, he's been uh, he's been good overall. Um, I just think the way the Panthers have started the season. Um, I know it's certainly not been what um, they were they were hoping for with the, you know the the number one overall draft pick. Um, and obviously Thielen's been having a decent time of it, uh, but the rest of the team just seem to have been struggling quite quite heavily um, so I think with all that taken into account I think the, the Colts will, will have the edge and I would expect them to get the win against the Panthers Yeah, I think, I think I'm with you on that one uh, It was nice to see the Panthers get a win last week but uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think we're going to see it too many more times this season No, um, they were certainly celebrating like they won the Super Bowl They were, that. weren't they? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it was a That's great comeback, to be fair. And that, that final field goal to win it, whew, the pressure, yeah. the pressure. Um, it took like three times. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. I, that must have been horrible. Uh, but all worth it in the end. Uh, next up, then, we've got the Giants and the Raiders. Uh, two teams in, in diabolical states, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I know the Raiders aren't starting Garoppolo this week. Um, and I don't believe... Um, Daniel Jones is back either for the the Giants, so two kind of backup quarterbacks starting. Um, yeah, I mean I'm not going to lie, it's not a game I'm particularly excited about, um, other than hoping Josh Jacobs gets me some decent points for the the Raiders. But other than that, it's uh, yeah a couple of flat teams to be perfectly honest in in that one. Um, I genuinely don't know out of the two of them which. <laughs> which is likely to get the win either. I think if Barkley shows up, then potentially the Giants, and if you know Jacobs has a good game, maybe the Raiders. I think it'll just depend on which, uh, with the quarterback situation it is, I think it'll just depend on which running back shows up the most, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right, to be fair. Um, and fine, oh, sorry, not finally. Finally for... Uh, that that window of games we've got the Cowboys and the Eagles which should be quite an exciting one yeah it's a tasty divisional matchup that one um yeah five and two Cowboys and seven and one Eagles um again I, I, I'm hoping it'll be quite a high scoring game uh I could do with both uh Hertz and Prescott doing well because I've got both of them in different leagues um I, I would expect the Eagles to win it I think it'll be a close one but then it's very hit and miss, I feel, with the Cowboys week to week. You know, they come out against the Rams and, and do what they did last week. And then other weeks, they're dreadful. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, it's, it's hard to say. But if I had to, if I was putting money on it, I would just edge the, the Eagles in that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's the case. I need Hurts to do well in a fair few leagues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the the final game for that uh, for for that day, although I guess it's for us in in the UK, it is technically Monday. Is the Bills and the Bengals another exciting yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. As we mentioned earlier, I think it'll be a, a a good game between two good quarterbacks. Hopefully, they both you know have have strong performances. Um, if again, if I had to pick, I would probably just edge Buffalo based on the the form they've been in um, and and the fact that. I know things are more back on track now for the Bengals with with Burrow, and that um, Jamar Chase has been having a good few weeks. But I think, yeah, I think the Bills would just just edge it for me. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally to round us off, we've got the Chargers against the Jets. Uh, yeah, I think with the situation in New York with uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson, uh, it's far from ideal. 
Um, I know a lot of uh, Jets fans by now were hoping for a positive record with, with Rodgers, but it just wasn't to be. Um, and uh, although I was a Zach Wilson fan initially, um, that soon dwindled. And <laughs> I think the uh, the Chargers will certainly have the upper hand. Um, you know, when you look at Herbert, you look at Eckler, um, you know, they've got some quality quality players on the team. Um, not that the Jets haven't. I think they're just the inconsistent quarterback play, you know, for example, getting it to Garrett Wilson, um, Although Brees Hall has been fantastic as well, so you know I think it would just depend on who shows up on the day. But again, if I if I had to pick, I would uh, I'll go with the Chargers. Yeah, very good. I think I'm I'm with you on that one too. Awesome. So that takes us to the end of that, that group of windows. Um, so taking a look at our, our dynasty league then to round us off. Um, I am aware that I have to get this this published and released soon because the games are starting in just a few hours. Uh, so, <laughs> so so we'll do this quickly, and I guess we'll just take a look at the league table rather than dive into the individual matchups last week. Um, yeah. But looking at where we stand now, so Lewis Lewis is still winning. Lewis is still at the top. He's got one defeat now, however. Um, so I think in his in the matchups last week, just looking at the way that things went down, was that Lewis's first. Lewis's first loss yesterday to uh, to Jack, who's kind of I think Jack's quite eager to not do too well, so he gets to draft more highly. To be to be perfectly <laughs> honest, but but Jack did did beat Lewis, um, which which was a, a turnout for the old books there. Uh, so Lewis is sitting at seven and one. Uh, then we've got uh, a team at six and two. That's Tom. Uh, I believe Tom won last week as well. He did. Uh, that was that was quite a high scoring game. Tom versus James, one seven three to one six one. Uh, I think if James had played basically a, almost anybody else, uh, he would have won last week, which which is heartbreaking oh, I hate that for him. Feeling. <laughs> yeah, I think if he had played me, uh, I think he wouldn't have won. But if he had played anybody else uh, except that matchup, he would have won. So poor old James, uh, maybe an undeserved loss there for him. Um, <laughs> Next up at third, we've got myself at five and three. Uh, I had quite a good win this week, uh, one seven seven. Um, next up, we've got Sam, who's also on five and three, uh, and it was me v Sam this week. Uh, f- then we moved down to four and four teams, which is Elliot there, who beats yourself on uh, on point differential. So uh, he did, yeah, yeah. Despite the projected scores having me about thirty points in favour of the win, he somehow turned it around and uh, stole it from me. Let's have a look at that, yeah, because he was predicted quite low. So where where did his points come from? So obviously ETN blew his projections by eleven points. Uh, oh, it was it was. Uh, it was Rashid Shahid who really came out of the gates for him. So predicted seven points, but he got a whopping twenty six point three points. That's uh, it, yeah. So so that was that was a massive differential player for him there, who uh, who did a good job. Uh, you got Jake Ferguson as well, who's been a bit of a revelation this season. He's been pretty damn good as a as a kind of tight end who kind of came out of nowhere. And yeah. then uh, Cameron Dicker as well, who's who's just doing bits in the kicker department. So yeah, you were unlucky there. Uh, that that Elliot had some guys who just jumped up and did a great job um yeah i mean most of my team did play well just wasn't well enough <laughs> to get the, there wasn't anyone that did terribly but uh just elliot's out outperformed mine unfortunately yeah yeah it's a it's a it's a shame but you're there also on the sixth spot with four and four so you are still in playoff position uh following you by a loss there is jack um who's on three and five and uh, then we've got James also on three and five, and Alex also on three and five. 
And then down at the bottom, we've got a big drop down to Kieran, who's winless, <laughs> winless on the year, bless him, uh, is, is Kieran. Um, but yeah, and that's that's in spite of an absolutely crazy uh, CD lamp performance for him as well this week. Yes, um, my sleeper app has just frozen, so I'm just trying to get back to it. But um, uh, where are we with Kieran? Yeah, CD Lamb had his awesome performance. Um, obviously, he's got Patrick Mahomes who had a bad week. Cam yeah. Akers, who didn't score. I know he got the touchdown, but it didn't score particularly highly fantasy-wise. Um, yeah, it's 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 been a bit of a frustrating season for Kieran so far obviously with no wins but yeah I think he just needs just looking at his bench as well actually I mean he's got like Sanders Beckham Austin Hooper um, you know Kyler Murray as well I know he's out injured at the moment so there's there's no kind of top top performers on his bench he's, he's got a decent enough starting team um, certainly improvements can be made but uh yeah, let's see if he can actually get a win at some point this season. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's just a big shame with uh, Mahomes not not showing up because I think had Mahomes showed up, just looking at the matchup, uh, maybe he was what what was he 15, 16, 17 points behind Alex. So yeah, yeah. If, if Mahomes had played a good game, uh, I think I think Kieran would have had it. Um, but yeah, yeah it's just just a shame on the day. Um, so yeah, I guess that that rounds us out for for where we are mid season. Um, so yeah, it's, it looks like some teams are pretty safe. I can't see Lewis not making playoffs now with a seven and one. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's still all to play for. It's it's just yeah. yeah with the teams being at four wins, four wins at the minute gets you into playoff positions. So it's what people need to be aiming for now is just just getting themselves above that that line. Yeah, yeah, I'm just in at sixth. So if I can. Uh... Get a couple more wins. I've had two two week losing streaks. So if I can turn that around this week against uh, against Sam, I'll be uh, I'll be happy with that. <laughs> Absolutely, very good. Well, thank you very much for joining me, Rohan. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank uh, you for having me. Always enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll look forward to to next week. And uh, I guess I'll I'll see you all again with Jack next time. And we'll have to get you back soon, Rohan, to uh, to give us some more fantasy insights absolutely yeah looking forward to it mate awesome all right thank you very much and we'll see you next time